0: Coming up on this week's episode of RSVP. We are living in a love story. I wouldn't be cleaning plaque right now. I'd be on the moon as an astronaut.
1: Ultimately, what I've decided is I just need someone to dress me.
0: It's time for a little RSVP The show full of rants and stories Visions and pains and so much more With special guests and fun galore Hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams Confessions and everything in between So sit back, relax, for a while No whiskey, get comfy Cause it's time for RSVP Hello and welcome to RSVP. I'm Callum DiLieto and this is the podcast for events and travel professionals looking for some inspiration and, well, a lot of fun. Today I'm joined by Kate Monday. Hello. Hello. You know, everybody says they hate Mondays, but you are definitely the exception to the rule. You're my favourite Monday.
1: Oh, how many Mondays do you know?
0: Well, I've I've lived for a long time and suffered many of them, but no. So
1: out of none? Yeah. Or out of one, I'm one. Yeah, You're the only human
0: I know called Monday. Okay, good, good. Um, But you are a fantastic human in the sense that, you know, you you work at google and you know you you have your day job but i also know you in your kind of speaker sense in fact you actually spoke at our event recently at the corporate forum uh which was incredible and really well received you just you you just you're a vibe
1: oh thank you i think that was a compliment i don't think i've ever been called a vibe before
0: you are a vibe oh
1: oh go on say it again carry on carry you on you are a vibe <laughs> <laughs> you can come everywhere with me that's fine
0: So the first part of our podcast is the R. It's a rant. Mm. Um, Considering you're so positive and vibey, this is probably quite difficult for you. But what is your rant?
1: Yeah, I do have my moments of ranting. Um, And I'm going to go with something that's very topical at the moment for me. With travelling, and that is my attire. My outfits. And what I choose to clothe myself in. And this is for a few different reasons. I think that if I'm attending an event, the worst thing somebody could say to me is, like, smart casual.
0: Like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: they, that is just, like... There is, especially with a guy, it's like, right, chinos and shirt or whatever, right? Woman, there are so many options that you can choose from. Like, how do you pick? Then you've got to think, right, who's going to be there? What do... And I, maybe that's just me because I worry about like, oh, God, what am I? I think it's because I'd like to be more fashionable than I actually am.
0: You are highly fashionable. <laughs> don't give me <laughs> that. Anybody no. that has seen Kate or came to our events and saw you speak, you, you stood out. There was heads turning uh, as you entered honestly. the stage. So don't give me that.
1: No, seriously. If I would be a fashion brand, I'd be Zara. I'm just, I'm so generic. <laughs> so I can't live in East London. <laughs> yeah. right? I just am too generic.
0: I do know what you mean, though. Like, dress codes are a little bit insane and I often get questioned about it. But I come to think that more and more now, dress codes actually don't matter. I don't even know why people put a dress code. I get it with, oh, like, really? awards. Like, the black tie thing is probably the only time where I think there should be a dress code. Otherwise, I'm like, just wear what you're comfortable in. You know, if someone wants to come out in trainers and tracksuit bottoms, you know, as long as they're not, like, looking... Like they've just got out of bed, like be presentable, <laughs> but wear whatever you want. You know? Okay,
1: but if everyone's smart, and then you're the only one in tracksuits and trainers, and you stick out like a sore thumb, is that going to make you feel a bit uncomfortable?
0: True. Mm. I think the rule is always you can never be overdressed, but you can be underdressed. That's like the safe thing that people yeah. have said to me before, and I'm like, yeah, maybe. Plus,
1: what? And then there, then there's this also with being a speaker. There's all this stuff like psychology behind it, like you know, the colours you wear. Red, it's a very emotive colour and it gets people's hearts racing, etc. And also being on camera, you'll know this, right? Mm. Certain patterns you should avoid. There is a lot to think about. Ultimately, what I've decided is I just need someone to dress me.
0: Fair. Okay, if anybody (laughs) is listening and wants to dress Kate, she has a vacancy.
1: That's it. (laughs) Come and give it a go. You can't do worse than Zara.
0: The second part of RSVP is obviously the S where you will regale your most memorable experiences. Uh, It's a three-parter. So the first part is your most memorable destination experience. Mm.
1: So my favorite destination, it's actually somewhere that I got told, oh, you're not gonna like it. So I was like, already had my, I guess, assumptions of what it was gonna be like, but it has to be India.
0: I've always wanted to go to India.
1: It is an incredible country. But the reason for me is because of the culture. They are all about, I'd say two things. It is predominantly all about how they make you feel. So making you feel as special and as welcome as possible. You're their guest. So when I was there, it's very lucky, I have some friends that live out there. And so I had all of the aunties and the nan, the grandmas and the, the mothers running around cooking for me, which I mean... Uh,
0: dream, yeah. absolute dream. Indian food as well is right. easily my favourite, so that's incredible.
1: If you want to, exactly. If you know a way to my heart, it's probably through my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so they definitely won me over there. And that is it. It's about, like, sharing their stories and their culture through bringing people together with food and those, um, those moments sat around the dinner table. And, and for me, I was like, Pff, incredible. And that is a form of storytelling. people just think it's like getting up and speaking on stage but like stories can be told in so many different ways including through food and for me yeah the stories they were telling about their history the food they were sharing the culture of making everybody feel important special and welcome was just invaluable
0: what parts of india did you go to
1: so i was actually lucky i had a wedding out in india so i had that in um i first flew into my mumbai and then i had that in hyderabad and then I went to Bangalore and then I did the Golden Triangles, Delhi and Jaipur.
0: So, wow, you yeah, did loads. I, I Also, I, th- th- what I find really interesting is that your friend turned around to you and said, you're not going to like this. Because one, that either means they don't know you very well or they they really made a judgment about you that you're not aware of. Like they, they clearly think your character is something that it's not. And I'd love to know what it is they think. You I
1: know. know. Worse, it was actually my father <laughs> 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 rather than a friend, wow. right? Wow. Deep. Yeah. Deep. I mean, yeah, I get like I think he maybe have just worried that it was like maybe a bit dangerous. But wrong. I did all most of that traveling on my own as well. So the only the wedding was with my friends in Mumbai. The rest of it was uh, was alone. So there you go. It's all it's dangerous everywhere. I will say yeah.
0: this, and like, you get to prove your dad wrong.
1: Exactly, always
0: fun. <laughs> The next story that I'd love to hear about is your most memorable hotel experience or your most memorable kind of accommodation experience.
1: Mm, Yeah, so this definitely, I'm going to go for recency. So I've just come back off of a trip that has been extremely memorable because of the hotels and the retreats more so that I have been staying in. So I went to Guatemala and I went to Costa Rica. And in both of those, I thought that I was going to go and, like, be entertained and do lots of travelling. But actually, I went and just chose two destinations, two retreats where I could go and, like, learn. Learn about the culture and learn about myself as well. And for that... I think the environment you put yourself in is so important. So the first one in Guatemala was in San Marcos uh, off at Lake Atlan, and it was called the Yoga Forest, up in the hilltops. And these guys are amazing. They basically, they re-taught me (laughs) a better way to be, I think. So waking up with sunrise at like 5am or something like that, then you go and do uh, meditation go and do some yoga. They give you two meals a day. They cook for you beautiful food and do some other lovely uh, ceremonies and more yoga. And then you have your last meal at 5pm before you like, head to bed at 8. So it's really helped me stop being a late night owl.
0: It sounds amazing Except for the fact that you are waking up at sunrise and only having two meals a day, I'm sorry that that does not sound retreaty to me. That sounds like torture. Yeah. I need to eat like at least every two hours.
1: Well, okay then. The, the other one that was in Marbella, Marbella, can you believe there was a place? Mobs, mobs, mobs. Not Mabs. quite the mobs, but Marbella in Costa Rica would have been better for you then, because you could cook for yourself. But again, a same yoga retreat, but out in the jungle and uh and just exquisite place to kind of be by yourself alone and uh, a chance to like look within the Mojave retreats
0: seeing th- seeing this recent trip on your Instagram it made me insanely jealous and i could feel the spirituality oozing through my phone screen <laughs> so which which sounds almost like an oxymoron like going on your phone and getting mental mental wellness but um no honestly it looked incredible and i'm so so jealous
1: Mm, i know me i want to be back there take me back it's too cold
0: (laughs) if you and your clients are fed up of the british winter then why not look to the maltese islands for your next conference or incentive with 300 days of sunshine amazing food and a plethora of culture dating back seven thousand years and only a three-hour flight away you would be mad not to Visit Malta Incentives and Meetings are here to help with any contacts and questions you have on the destination. We hope to see you in Malta in 2023. The third story that I'd like to hear about is your most memorable food experience. And you said that, you know, the way to your heart is through your stomach. Mm. So I'm imagining this is going to be a good one.
1: Actually, you know what? I've not done one of these in a while, but I always feel like first, first anythings, are good stories. I feel like we should, like, create that as a business. Like, first prompt First people, times, you know. First times, yeah. yeah, to things. And it has to be my first time going to a Michelin-star restaurant. Was definitely... I mean, don't get me wrong, I did leave feeling very unwell because
0: I was so full. Oh, I was going to say, as a <laughs> so you got food poisoning and it was the most memorable experience. for <laughs>
1: bad. Right, okay. That would have been memorable. Yeah. No, I was so full, I felt a bit sick. But it was incredible in terms, again, the stories for me. That's where you get me. But the fact that, you know, the chef will come out to your table and explain to you where the produce has come from, you know, the life that maybe that animal has had and the way that it's been cooked and why it's been cooked. Like, it's really interesting. Like, I'm not a mm. chef. So this is really interesting to learn some of these things. And... I mean, there was like a bazillion courses. I can't even remember how many, but I wasn't bored. Sat there completely entertained by the whole experience, by the food, by the whole show of it.
0: I've said so many times that like food experiences are dictated by the surroundings and what you can see and, you know, the the visuals and, you know, the atmosphere you're in. But you're right. It's not just... It's not just that it's also the story, right? Mm. It's the mental stimulation, not just the the visual and and audio stimulation it's it's hearing the story of the food is what makes it taste better as well. so I completely agree with that, yeah, a
1: hundred percent. I should probably say that was the lebre as well, which um yeah, have got a great chain of them,
0: yeah. If you want to have incredible food but also feel (laughs) ill from being stuffed, that's where you need to go. (laughs) (laughs) They're
1: going to be ringing me up.
0: (laughs) Why did you have five courses, okay? We only served you two. You stole everyone else's on the tables. (laughs) (laughs) The next part of RSVP is the V, and Mm. this is visions, right? So it's an opportunity for you to get creative and paint the picture of your dream event. When you were speaking recently at our event, you talked about creativity and you talked about imagination. So mm. I feel like this is right up your street, but um, there are no limitations. There, do, not, do not worry about physics or, or money. What would your dream event look like?
1: So I truly believe we are living in a love story. Well, we- me and you? <laughs> wow.
0: I, I mean, this is, I'm all flustered. I didn't, I didn't expect this. <laughs>
1: In general, oh, okay, in right, general, right. and we've just forgotten this, that it is a love, love, love is the currency, right? You shine love on anything and you can solve it. I truly believe this. And, but what's ironic is actually one of the hardest things I think to achieve is self-love. Self-love and knowing our purpose. That I just feel totally gifted in the fact that I've found my purpose as a speaker and a coach. And that would be my one wish to have an event where everybody gets to discover their true purpose and have that fulfillment be completely filled to the brim with love. And there's like so many ways you could do this, right? We're born with this confidence. We're born with playfulness. We're born with imagination. And all of these really help with that kind of, yes, yeah, self-fulfillment. So maybe going back in time and rediscovering our true nature through nurture and childhood. Um, and just getting, just like being a big exploration. Like imagine that you were like, you know, Play-Doh and you got to pull it in all directions and just choose what shape you want to be. Uh, that like that kind of immersive, completely immersive experience where you get to be as wacky, wild and adventurous as you could possibly be and try everything, absolutely everything, so that you know there's no doubt in your mind that, that you find that one true thing that you're meant to be.
0: That sounds incredible. The Play-Doh thing, the just trying absolutely everything, like everything you know, you went on this retreat recently because you wanted to kind of like, like learn some more mm. about yourself and the environment. I feel like this is the ultimate retreat going oh. there and just, just reaching a hundred percent of your potential. Like how many times do you feel in life? Like, Oh, am I reaching my full potential? Like mm. what could I do? Or, or Oh, if I hadn't you know, spent 20 years studying to be a dentist, then I wouldn't be cleaning plaque right now. I'd be on the moon as an astronaut or something. <laughs> I don't know. But like, There's, there's, there's this idea of like being able to just go to an event, you know, whether it's a ticketed one or whatever, get this ticket, turn up at the event and then just re-experiment with everything Mm. and then come out and be like, aha, this is what, I, I love it.
1: And this is ultimately like what I do with my work is, is helping people understand their true nature, their essence. I talk about like, if you were a perfume what would you be? like? What would you smell like? And then, like, how do you, like, drench yourself in it so that you are, oh, like, as authentically yourself as humanly, physically possible so that when you do get up on stage, you're nothing but that because that's what we love. We crave authenticity in, you know, the stories that we hear in the way that we experience things, everything. So, yeah, and I think what's really blocking us from that is fear. For me, particularly, I know that it's a fear that I don't have a roof over my head, food in my belly, water. So those fundamental hierarchy of needs. And if we can give people that, that safe environment, then why not explore who you really are?
0: This is crazy, but I've just come back from Singapore recently and there they have a place called Centopia. Mm. And they build a perfume based on your personality.
1: Wow. You go in,
0: you do a personality quiz. They tell you the kind of ingredients you should like sweet or or fresh or, I don't know, woody. And it bases how many of each you should have and recommend it. And then there's like a whole wall of sweet scents, a whole wall of woody scents. And you smell the ones you like, you create this cocktail of 10 and then...
1: And what were you, uh, I have to ask? Woody? I,
0: I wish I was wearing it right now so that you could smell <laughs> it and be like, oh my god, yes, it smells so callum. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't named it, but it's, it's my perfume. It's unique to me. No one else has this perfume, and it's, it's based on my personality.
1: Woody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the final part of RSVP is the P, which stands for pains. People write in anonymously and share their confessions. <laughs> from which I will share these with you and it's your opportunity to react. Love this. Yeah, it's, it's my favourite part of the podcast. <laughs> well, second to your incredible experiences oh no. <laughs> and dreams and things like that. But no, I, I do uh, very much enjoy this. So, here we go. Dear Callum, I was on holiday in Bali with my boyfriend and we were told about this once-in-a-lifetime experience involving glow-in-the-dark plankton. It sounded like something out of Avatar and so I was sold. The next day, we found a man that offered these plankton tours and paid him to take us that very night. We didn't want to waste any time at all. And so once darkness fell, we met this man by his boat, ready for our luminescent adventure. (laughs) It wasn't long before the three of us were in his tiny boat, drifting out in the middle of the ocean, away from the light pollution, eager to see what would be shining down below the surface. But about an hour later, we still hadn't seen anything, not even a sparkle, and began to get worried, but were too polite to say anything. (laughs) Almost certainly they're British. Almost certainly (laughs) that they're British. Only a British person says, we were too polite to say anything.
1: It's been
0: an hour that we're floating around in the dark, and we just thought, "Mm, we won't say anything. So So wait,
1: do they see Blankton? You've got to leave it there, don't you?
0: Oh no, there's more, don't you worry. Oh God,
1: thank goodness.
0: The man kept suggesting we go in the water, but we were hesitant, naturally. Then, just before it became impossible to ignore his commands, he was interrupted by a phone call. He then spent the next 30 minutes arguing in a different language, the boat bobbing up and down in one place. After a heated half an hour, he turned to us, grunted, and proceeded to take us back to the shore. Like like what did like, they get a refund imagine how like mysterious <laughs> as well like and in a different language you have no idea what the argument is like I think at that point I probably think I was about to be murdered like yes. it's like oh, blah, 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 and then you're like what is going on especially it's... anger like that's a weird emotion to be like confronted with <laughs> just... in the middle of the ocean
1: not what they signed up for no at not long. at
0: all What we didn't realise was that he wasn't taking us back to where he'd picked us up from. No, instead, he dropped us at a random beach and abandoned us. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So no plankton and no return home. (laughs) And just an hour of mystery and fear. They don't know,
1: like, customer service, do they, really? Uh, clearly clearly (laughs) not. I
0: I question whether this was an official tour.
1: (laughs) Doesn't sound like it. Just a
0: guy with a boat. This was just part of a very terrible trip that tested our relationship so much, we actually broke up. No! <laughs> <laughs> Still keen to experience the glow-in-the-dark plankton, though.
1: Oh, did, oh gosh.
0: That's... Wow,
1: that's, that is a story, isn't it? Mm,
0: that's an ultimate test, isn't it? You yeah, know? when
1: plankton gets between you and your relationship, yeah. and you get <laughs> taken off,
0: yeah. thought
1: you might die in the process, dropped at a different beach...
0: And, I, you know, I'm actually picturing it like, you know how some couples, when they're like, you know, trying to navigate in the car and the sat-nav is oh. saying one thing and they're arguing in the superheated. Imagine being dropped to the wrong beach. Like oh, yeah. that, for the wrong pairing, could result in <laughs> yeah. very fiery conversation. I told you we shouldn't have got in that boat. Like, what the hell? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's yeah, you know? so <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. No, I don't think that sounds like a lot of fun.
0: I feel really smug because I've just come back from the Maldives I'm and sorry. I saw glow in the dark plankton. But I didn't have to get on a boat. It was like washing up onto the shore, yeah. which is why I'm I'm also a bit curious yeah, about I- this because I I thought it was a like a a beach thing, not not a yeah. go an hour into the middle of the ocean and then just like get in the water like what
1: they have been completely taken for a ride there haven't they quite, quite literally, ride. Quite yeah. literally <laughs> taken for a boat ride, but really have
0: <laughs> i think there's an element of destiny to it though that was clearly the the plankton that broke the camel's back and needed to uh needed to end yeah. that relationship because if you can't survive that and like laugh about it and tell that to your friends when you get back and be like oh my god and then we thought we were gonna die like yeah exactly
1: exactly the, they, it's actually the plankton or non-plankton do them a favour mm. the guy in the boat if anything yeah. look out that's it
0: every every plankton has a glowing silver lining right mm. exactly
1: I can keep these going all day <laughs> oh,
0: <God. laughs> thank you so much for, for speaking with us and being a guest on this podcast it's been an absolute pleasure and, and it still stands you are my favourite Monday oh
1: thank you for having me